everybody. Welcome to the Weekly Dish. Good morning. I'm Stephanie March. I'm here with Meredith Deeds today, you guys. Hello. How are you? Excellent. How are you doing? So good. And of course, Hopi in the booth over there. Hey, Hope, what's up? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. She's around the corner. She's I around never the corner. see her. She's like a mystery her. person. I'm not I sure know. she exists. Uh, Hansen is in France, as uh, you guys, I think. Uh, or maybe Spain. I don't know where she is. She's I've been watching her. Have you guys seen that they basically like accosted a family yes. in a van? Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. How did I miss oh that? Oh, my gosh. Are we not shocked? She basically, no. they basically, there's a great picture of Kurt, like shirtless with some yes. other shirtless <laughs> European dude on, wow. in the is, van camping, you okay. know? <laughs> Here's my prediction, gang. <laughs> Hanson and Kurt are going to end up being like total van hippies mm-hmm. once the Wonder Bread thing gets done. But then, but really, what's going to happen is they're going to get so into the van camping that they're going to go to Europe because that is where van camping is. Yeah, yeah. Big. Like when we were in Wales, it was like van camping everywhere, yeah, right? Yeah. So this is the thing; they're going to be totally become like vagabonds. It's a, it's, it's tempting. It is. I did, I did that for my honeymoon for a whole summer in New Zealand. See? Many years ago. See? And I still remember how uncomfortable it was. <laughs> Hope, are you a camper? Um, yes and no. I mean, I camp. I like my family has had campers in the past, but that's like a whole different level, I feel. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree. But it would no, be that's fun. A, that's a It'd long be fun. ways away from R V camping. Yes. It is, right? Because guess what you have in an R V? A toilet. A to- well, that's and what the things. Wonder the Wonder Bread van does have oh. a bathroom. Oh, okay. does it? Once oh, they get that sucker okay. restored, right. it's it's quite amazing. Wait a minute. The Wonder Bread van. Have you seen it? I don't okay. think I've seen it. No. Hashtag Wonder Bread van. Okay. You guys have to look it up. We'll She's got it, up. it on her Instagram. I don't know if it's got... I think it has its own account. Wow. Yes, and I believe so. It does, right? Mm-hmm. So they're restoring this like 1970s like van camper that has like it's a Dodge. I don't know the name of it, but it's basically a blue and white van that has a kitchen it's a van, but oh, it has Lord. like a little tiny kitchen and a sink and a bed and a bathroom. And okay. so it's it's legit. Wow. It's craziness. <laughs> but what I was just dying of the fact of like, I can totally see them walking up to some dude's van and be like, great van. And then that's all it takes for Hanson. Yes. You're friends for life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you so know. she is. She's fully in it. She's fully in it. She's in it. So stay tuned. She's wow. still got. It literally two, is. Got, it literally. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is a lot right there. That is extra, as the kids. It say. It is extra, as the kids say. <laughs> um, it's two more weeks, guys. So I guess we'll see what happens within these next two weeks. Oh, she we might not come back. Who I know. I'm, I kind of wonder if I'm going to have to keep filling in, yes, you know, finding feelings for the show. <laughs> yeah, Meredith, what's your schedule? All right. Okay. I'll free it. Okay. Uh, so uh, welcome to the show. We haven't had you on for a while. I know. I think I it was know. like State Fair last year, maybe. I, I who even well, knows? whatever it was, it's been too long. I know. So we're excited to have you because, of course, you write for the Star Tribune. I you have many books under your belt. Yeah, and there's a few. All things. the good food things. Yeah, all the good things. <clears throat> we're going to talk about uh, rhubarbs today. We're going to talk about grad parties. We're talking about summer festing and possibly the cider fest happening this week mm-hmm. uh, over the show. But let's talk. Okay, so last night this is going to tie into what we were just talking about. But okay. last night at, ha- at happy hour. Somehow we got onto this conversation, my friends and I, about like what were the things that you're that you kind of wish that your parents had taught you? Like as much as you like love the fact that, you know, uh, your parents, whatever they taught you, all the good stuff. But there's always stuff that you're like, why didn't they teach me this or that? Wow. Yeah. So we kind of got into that. And I put that up on the Facebooks for the question of the day, if you're interested in that. But just kind of thinking about that, um, you know, some people are like finances, money basics. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I. 
you know, we lived tight, you know, necessarily. Right. But like, I didn't actually learn how to budget. My mom's a CFO, you guys. I mean, like, <laughs> let's be clear. That part did not, that gene did not pass to me. Yeah. But I also never like, I was never held to budgets and all right. that kind of stuff. Right. And I kind of wish that I was. I love this one. Missy says, how to drive a manual transmission. Her younger brothers know, but for some reason she got skipped. Oh, yeah. No. Driving, driving a stick shift. That has come up. That came up like that three after times. they raised me, yes. Right? <laughs> that is so true. How to manage money is a big thing. How to garden and uh, how to buy a car. Right. How to right. buy a car is a big one. I think that's a thing. Like, how do you, because your kids aren't really going to buy it until later. And so you're already past that. But like. People don't involve their kids enough in the process. I think I that's the thing that we do. We do. And I've made that mistake too. I'm sure my kids could listen a million things. You know, you do things for your kids and it's just easier to just do it instead of kind of get them involved. And my youngest, by the way, happy birthday, Kyle. My happy baby's, birthday, baby Kyle. He's 21. 21. <laughs> and he promised me he'd wake up to listen to this today. Oh, well, I don't 21 know. year olds and their promises. Hmm. <laughs> Let's just see how that goes. <laughs> He'll podcast it. Yeah. Happy birthday, sweetie. He can listen later. Anyways, <laughs> he would ask. He was, of my three kids, he was the one who would be like, well, why are we making this decision? What is this based on? Because I'd like to just know. Not not yeah, in a, not inquisitory. Not in a, not in not a like, confronting yes. way, but more a, I would just trying to understand what's yeah. going on. And so he may have gotten a little, but the other two, I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize right now. <laughs> We did a lot of things. It just is easier. I wish my parents had told me, like, I wish mine would helped me um, budget my time more. That is the thing that I, it took a long time for me to work out in my life. Like I would just, and I get to the procrastination happened because I just ran out of time. Yeah. And so, yeah, no. Oh my gosh. I tell you, that is, uh, I I think there's so many things that, and uh, you know, and I'm still learning. You know, my mom came over to my house last week and we basically... I was like, so what do I do with these hydrangeas? And she's like, you need to chop the heads off. And then, you know, these dead things. And I'm like, well, what do I do with this? And how do I make these go? And it's like the gardening stuff that she's learned because of being more retired and like having time to focus on it. Now I am getting like the experience of that. But I still don't know, like, should I be pruning those trees? I don't know. Does anybody know that? But you know what? The Google machine. Thank God for the Googles. (laughs) That's right. Thank you. Because it's my new parent now. Google has adopted me officially. Well, they say that the Gen Z kids are all about they don't believe in expertise anymore yeah because and they don't they don't believe in like there's an ex they don't listen to one person because they and it's not even just like crowd surfing but they know that they can find the information themselves right and that the the youtube situation is like their their library and they know that they can fix a tire they know that they have this confidence that our generations didn't have because It's it's all out there and when we think about it, when I was a 20 year old, I mean, I couldn't just like go find a video on how to change a tire. Right. I didn't I didn't have that access to anything. I had to like find an old guy to teach me, you know. Oh, yeah. No, my my oldest has learned to cook mostly from YouTube, not even from me. <laughs> He's like a professional <laughs> actual cook. <laughs> He's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, did you just watch? Do you watch this guy on YouTube? He cooks these crazy things I'm like, no, no, I don't No, No, I am. a. Pro- this is me. I'm that guy. <laughs> I know. He's he like, well, you should. I'm in the flesh. I know. I know. Oh, well. Well, I know all of my teenagers, they, you know, like they saw the movie Chef and like yeah. all of a sudden they became Cubano obsessed. <laughs> and like that was why. Not not because like I made a great Cubano one time right. or like I took him to a restaurant. And there was, yeah. No, it's because they watched it being done and then they had to learn it, you know, and do it. That Did way. you see where that guy's actually, John Favreau's actually yes! <laughs> opening you... up a, 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 oh. 
what is he doing? What oh, is like he- a food thing? Well, no, he has a show. So John Favreau oh, has a new it. show on Netflix. Gosh, we should find what that is. Yeah, I don't remember what it is. But it's on. But it's, it's a cooking of, show. Yeah, that he was like, show. yeah, he was like, I missed being in the kitchen from the movie. Yeah. And like he's like got all these famous people doing cooking things now with well, him. I think it's on Netflix or it's going to be on Netflix or it's one of those things. But it's uh, yeah, John Favreau. Who knew? Who knew? That Indeed. movie is like that chef movie about the food trucking thing. Literally, the teens are all like, hmm, maybe we'll do. I'm like, all right, if you want to own a food truck, I'm going to make you work in a food truck with yes. some of my friends. For a summer before we think about actually doing this as your life. <laughs> that goals. is the advice I give everybody that says, oh, my kid wants to be a chef. I'm like, you know what your kid should do? Your kid should spend a summer working in a restaurant. Yeah, and they all need people. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. It should be next week oh, or yeah? this coming week. I think the title is just going to be The Chef Show. Oh, God, that would be funny. The Chef the Show. The Chef Show. Well, that's funny. That would be, that would be <laughs> it. Okay, we're going to have to put that on the watch list, kids. Maybe we'll have a discussion about it. Yeah. Maybe I'll get the boys to call in and talk about it, too. Too. That would be funny. Um, can we talk about the spelling words quickly before okay, we? Okay. Yes. All okay. right. So, as many of you know, the uh, spelling bee was the the um, the national spelling bee happened this last week, and they could not literally they couldn't stump these kids. They couldn't find. Did you see this? words that were no. more, difficult enough to stump these kids? Oh, wow. So, so a whole bunch of them won. Like eight of them won. It was they an eight way tie. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> But in, in among these words that they used were 73 food words, 73 food words. And some of them were um, ones you'll know, daikon. Guess what? They got that right. Oh, D-A-I-K-O-N. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> okay. But then, and and cannellini, which by the way, I always spell I, I, I put too many N's or L's in there, in the I think. Place. Yeah, I think I have too many in N's. Wrong, but now there are some interesting ones. Um, Guanabana. Do you even know what that is? Isn't that a, well, guanabana, isn't that a fruit? Isn't that like a, like guarana is a, a I don't know. It's, it's like a, a like a Cuban. Yeah. It, 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 okay. Yes, it is. It's the fruit of the soursop. See? I would, Do you okay. know how to spell it? Guanabana. I would assume it would be G-U-A-N-A-B-A-N-A. Okay. That was easy. Okay. They got it. That's too. easy. Right. Don't, don't get too excited. Okay. But there are other ones. There are other ones. Um, 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 uh, I don't even know what this is, but it's uh, can you spell Palatz Schinken? Palatz Schinken. Schinken is a sausage in German, so it's S C H I N K E N. So then it's got to be Palatz would would be either P A L A T Z or you were so very close. I know. Oh, P P O L A T Z. And it could have been my mispronunciation. It's P A L A T S C H I N K E N. I might have put an extra yeah in. Um, a lot of, cause they're, see, this is interesting though. Think about this. If you're having a word to spell and it's, but it's like a foreign word, you know what I mean? Or it's not, I shouldn't say that, but right. I mean like it's got a different, if you're doing an English language based spelling yes. bee and you have a different language based word, I mean, I think that's interesting. You'd probably have to go, like I couldn't probably spell, you know, some stuff, but I don't know. Most of them, most of them are ones that you would have um, been able to spell because you're good at this. I can, I can I'm tell. good at this, um, but we got to take a quick break. Yeah. All right. We're going to maybe put some, pull some of these more words up later in the yes. show and see how I can spell them. And I'm not looking on the Google machines. To no, be clear. don't look on the Google Just machine. Just Meredith. No cheating. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. You guys, when we come back, we're going to talk about that stocky red thing. We love rhubarb. Oh yeah. We'll be right back. This is my, t- this is the weekly dish on my talk 107 brought to you by El Burrito Mercado.
Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. I'm Steph March. I'm here with Meredith Deeds today. Yes. And we are uh, just kind of hanging out on this kind of little chilly Saturday. It is. But it it's going to be good. Yesterday, 90 degrees. Not my favorite. Yes. Not happy about that. It, and 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 humid. Was, yeah. Yeah. Was, I didn't. It was just gross. I mean, there's enough gross. water in the atmosphere. But we really can't. I, I mean, right. it hasn't even started yet. No, really. I'm not complaining. It was, I said it wasn't my favorite. I did take the doors and tops off my car and I drove around. And then this morning I forgot that I had done that. And so I, and I was too late to and fix didn't have that. Time to fix it. I was cold, which yeah. is why I have a sweatshirt and a yeah. scarf on because it was cold on the yeah, drive. Over. It was chilly, but nice, refreshing. And tomorrow's supposed to be really great. Yeah, like I think so. I, think I just so. need my lawn to dry out, people. Yes, my husband right now was supposed to be mowing the lawn. I suspect he is not. No, because it did rain last night. You know, the sweet window, like, and now because I'm so pressed, and this pressure from my neighbors is all in my head. They're not applying any pressure, but they're so good with their lawns that I feel like, yeah. And like (laughs) the perfect sweet spot would have been last night to mow it before, like in the afternoon, but I went to happy hour. So that's that. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, when you have to make those choices, I think you made the right choice. (laughs) The right choice. I just, happy hour mowing the lawn. It's yeah. got to be HH yeah. every time. I think so. I think I still have time tomorrow to sort of <laughs> handle things You'll if I will. Whatever. But you know what is totally growing in my yard is the rhubarb. Is it? You grow your own rhubarb. I, it, it came with the house. It just happened. It came with the house yep. and it is here. And I'm telling you, it is it is bountiful. And I don't love rhubarb. <laughs> I do not either. But I appreciate. Um, but there are ways to make it that I really like. And we'll talk about that. But yeah. um, but. I appreciate people's love of it here. And and because like you're a saying, Californian. I'm from California and we did not um experience rhubarb in the same way. I don't even remember rhubarb when I was growing up. Like it wasn't the thing. But here it's the first fresh thing of spring. Yep. And we love that. It's because a, we wait for these seasons to happen. And frankly, I love that about here. Yeah. I don't miss the you don't California. Miss the California weather. everything. We were talking about that last night too, about how when you look when you're in California, you're like, God, today is such a nice day. Everybody looks at you old. like you're an idiot. I know. Because you're like, yeah, it was like this yesterday. And, and it's like always this like this. Yeah. I like the hard change of seasons. Yeah. I am officially trying to i got the paperwork in to be an official minnesotan i've lived here for 10 card? years nope i've you lived here for 10 years i think i'm i'm i'm, getting, I'm doing my due diligence you, you might get your card soon <laughs> might you might get, get your card care soon um just so you know the vegetable requires cold winters to grow so that's what they're saying so like there you, you are not going to get it in california why it was never in california yeah, yeah it's mainly found in mountainous and temperate regions around the world and and a lot in northeast asia and it is a vegetable that tastes like a fruit yeah Exactly. Several varieties and species in the West. The most common variety is is the culinary or garden rhubarb. And so um, it's thick, sour stalks usually eaten uh, after being cooked with sugar. Right. That's that's the common, you know. But you can eat it raw. You know, yeah, you can. it's like, rarely eaten raw, it says, but it, you know, you can. Yeah, you can. of course. I, I was I was reading about people that liked it and I bet people can relate to this, um, like just to take a stock and dip it in sugar and. And wow. eat it and dip it and eat it and dip it and eat it. Yeah, it's high in fiber. Doesn't like, have a lot of nutrients. Like, that's the snack you got <laughs> if your mom had nothing else in the house and yes. she grew rhubarb. Here, honey. Chew on this stock. Oh, my God. That is really funny. Yeah, so that's interesting. It just look, I had never looked up, like, the whole, it's moderately high in vitamin C, 6% of the yeah. daily vitamins. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, interesting. I'd never looked up like that part of rhubarb but so because i'm not the biggest i mean like everyone with their rhubarb jam and their strawberry rhubarb pie yeah i just have never gotten into it yeah it doesn't and which is weird so i'm the big thing for me is what so last week i brought 
Hanson a bunch of socks. And then before she went to Europe, literally before she got on the plane, she boiled it and made a syrup out of it. Oh, yeah. I've done that before yeah. to using cocktails. It makes a lovely kind of mar- yeah. you know, mar- like a Cosmo. Yeah. Almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, this week, uh, for those of you who read the Star Tribune, I will uh, have, an, have a column in there. And I did a, um, a really lovely rhubarb and cherry uh, chutney. And I'm oh. serving it with a grilled chicken. And it is delicious. So the chutney situation yeah, is yeah. basically what? I mean, so, like it's sort of composed fruits. So it's food. Like, yeah, it is. That's okay. it. With fruits, not, usually there's like some onion in there and then a dry. So there's often a dried fruit element and a fresh fruit element. Okay, that's that. That's what defines a chutney. I think. It, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't actually know the official definition, but in all the recipes that I've worked with and I've seen, usually it's got like like mango and raisins or, you know, mm-hmm. and raisins are a big thing in chutney. But in my case, I use dried cherries. So rhubarb and dried cherries. And I put a little pomegranate juice in there to kind of up the flavor of the rhubarb and give it some more color because sometimes yeah. cooked rhubarb, as we it all know, out. kind of pales out. And um, and then some spices. So we've got some cinnamon in there and some black pepper and, you know, and then I threw in a Fresno chili just because I like things zippy. I do, too. So I do, too. It was good. Yeah. So check it out next Thursday. Star okay. Tribune. For sure. And I mean, there's the funny thing is when you when you search recipes online for rhubarb, like Savour, it's basically a bunch of variations of pies. Yes. You know often. what I mean? It's like basically it's like strawberry rhubarb hand pies and then right. rhubarb tart tatin. I'm like, these are all just basically stewed in sugar and put pastry with it. Right. You know right. what I mean? So I kind of always want a little more, you know, yeah, here's a crisp. Here's, here's there's a lot of here's a compote with on a cheesecake kind of a thing, and you got to really add a ton of sugar to make that work. You do out. right, you you do, and even in a chutney, you you add a you know a fair amount of sugar, but um, but it's you're eating it as a condiment, so it's a little little different. So here's like I like the idea of doing like this spice braised rhubarb. You know, and and it is still sweet. Like it's using orange juice, honey, and spices, but mm-hmm. there's like some some anise and some like you know, I guess vanilla in there. But and that's kind of an interesting idea, so that you don't necessarily just like pulverize it and right. turn it into pie. Right. But, right. And there's I have never tried to do an ice cream from it, which is a thing that I often do. You know, is try to make ice creams mm-hmm. from things, and so yeah. I might try that. Well, you should try the syrup because that is kind of fun. Yeah. Um. It it's kind of has this sort of tart sweetness to it and you can make all kinds of fun cocktails out of it yeah and it's just fun it it just feels like a fun springtime cocktail who doesn't want to have that at the beginning of a dinner party right well and and i went to golden fig uh last weekend i think too and that was um they have a their rhubarb lemonade like oh sure mixer yeah that's what you could use that syrup for too. so i grabbed that because i was kind of like oh let's see how that you know like how that compares well mine will not be anything like that because that is so good (laughs) (laughs) what did they do to it tell me i i don't know yeah they just but it's it's just a lemonade it's It's just like they're you know like they're little like lavender mixes yeah to me like that goes perfect with gin and uh, and oh, so I yes. like that idea. Yes. Okay. Here's a question: Have you ever done this? Have you ever pickled rhubarb? I have not pickled rhubarb because I'm wondering about that. But I'm wondering... I thought it would be good. Yeah. I so thought it would be good. Somebody did say something about a quick pickled rhubarb salad, and they said the tartness is actually brought down by the pickling and how that that goes into like on cheese boards and everything else. I might try that. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. a lot of people are pickling strawberries all of a sudden. Have you noticed that? The zeitgeist is like wanting us to pickle our strawberries. I know. And here's the issue that I have with no. that. There's something there's something to me about the, what happens to a strawberry texturally. Yes. When it gets pickled or cooked in any way. 
Um, it, I don't, I just don't, for me, it's not my, it's not my jam, which is why I don't like strawberries in cooked pie. I like a, a uh, fresh yeah. strawberry pie, but the strawberry rhubarb pies that are cooked, ugh, I don't like, I can't stand the cooked strawberry texture. Yeah. Okay. Wait, here's one. What about rhubarb butter? So you wouldn't necessarily make it sweet. You'd keep it savory, but it would be soury and tangy, like kind of maybe a cultured butter, which is also so hot right now. Yes, cultured butter. So much cultured butter everywhere. We should talk about that sometime. All right, I'm going to put up this is from Epicurious. And what I liked about it was they had sweet and savory recipes because I don't want it to just be sweet. I saw that list. I want to put it. I want it to get savory, but that has the butter in it. That has uh, the pickling thing in it. So I'm going to put that on the on the uh, interwebs. But stay tuned on the Star Tribune for your article yes, this week, this Thursday. Thursday. This Thursday. Okay, check it out. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to talk about uh, kind of some summer entertaining. We're going to talk about some grad parties where I'm headed to this afternoon and you have experienced throwing. And uh, we're going to do a little bit, just a quick roundup of some tips and tricks for grad yes. parties. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us this Saturday. So it's kind of the season for graduation parties. It is. I am actually attending one this afternoon but from of the uh, lovely Amanda Marquis, who is graduating, and she's a theater kid with my kid. And so I'm so excited to kind of like, and they're doing a state fair theme with like a food truck and everything else. But fun. I mean, it's hard to come up with graduation party ideas, but also it's hard to know, I think, uh, kind of how do you prepare for a group of people coming to your house? Right. And also graduation parties over a long span of time. Right. You know, because it's usually an open house situation, which it I is. think is actually easier, but it does do require too. a little bit more diligence. That's the thing. Well, you kind of have to think about all the stages of the of the event. So are you just going to are you going to eat? You know, are you going to have a full meal and is it going to be available for the entire event? That's yeah. a, that's kind of hard, to yeah. be honest. Mm-hmm. And to keep everything warm or cold or whatever. I mean, even if you're doing room temp stuff, it doesn't, you know, look great after four hours, you know, yeah. outside. You've had three graduation parties, right? I, well, <laughs> or two, really just one, one. just one. Was it one? I, I had two kids that weren't really interested in that at all. Yeah. But um, well, yeah, some kids don't, they're they like, they're, they don't want it. Want it. No, they were, but my, my oldest son is getting married this Friday. Oh my and, God. And his wedding is kind of like a graduation party. Okay. It's, I like, outdoor, it's summer entertaining. Basically. It, it yeah. is. It's summer. It's outdoor casual um, event. And mm-hmm. so it's really, it's the same principle exactly. And so, you know, we're, we're going to have the eating in a certain period of time. We're going to not make it a short period of time. We'll make it a couple hours. Then we'll take that away and we'll put out the dessert. In this case, it's a wedding cake, but in your case, it could be any dessert. It could be any dessert. And leave that out for a while. And so, so we're not trying to make it, if you have a food truck, that's different because it's someone else's problem yes. to keep it. They've got all the facility to keep it mm-hmm. hot or cold or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's great. But if you're doing it on your own, you do kind of want to think about how long do I really want to have food sitting out, you know, for the whole thing. And can we kind of move things along in stages? Yes. Yes. And I, you know, I've been to graduation parties where obviously having someone cater your thing is brilliant. Yes. I mean, you absolutely, if you don't want to think about the food and you don't want to have to worry about it all, having someone come and do it for you is worth the money. It's so worth the money and putting exactly. a food truck out there is great you don't have to feed remember this about graduation parties you guys you don't have to feed people full meals because they are right. likely hitting like six yes. more parties like we have we have two today and then like a couple more you know next weekend right and it's kind of like there's no reason to and yeah one tomorrow there's no reason to make it be 
like I'm not expecting to to kind of sit down even. I'm going to pop in, walk around, get a couple bites, yep. say the haze, and then we're going to go. Yeah, So exactly. And I think that that was because I knew a lot of people who were like investing in these huge buffets of food and everything else. And I was like, yeah, just be careful. Like, just know that you don't have to feed somebody an entire meal. It's true. It's true. And I think that especially with the grad party thing, because people are doing this sort of, you know, progressive eating situation, you know, here and there and and then the third party. And yeah, yeah. it is. And it in is. fact, it got to be where I remember a couple parties. They were like, you know, they had this massive pulled pork situation, which, by the yes. way, pulled pork is like the patron saint it's of the grad official, parties. <laughs> it's the official. Uh, yes, it because is. it's easy to make. And I God it love it. Well. We did it, too. You yes. know, I did it for Matt's. We did we did a giant two shoulders you know and pulled them and then you could either make them like a, a barbecue situation or you could do tacos tacos exactly so we did, you know you had your choice and that's a great i still would go that way i might it, go that, that way. is an excellent that is yeah. an excellent way to go there's no shame in that game that no, is right you have a table you have the pork in the middle and then two sides of that table one is sort of barbecue and like slaw and little buns and pickled things and the other side is you know avocados and tortillas and so Are you doing anything to up. cover a vegetarian option, though, when you no. do that? No. <laughs> if you don't care for pork, no. you can have the salsa yes. and a bun. I, but now I mean, this was years. I mean, this was eight. This was almost, you know, like eight years ago right. or 10 years ago when when Matt was doing when it was so sure. like now there's kids who are actually identifying and being like, no, I'm vegan. And I'm, I'm vegan. vegan. Like it's more of a thing. For this grade or this age level, so I would probably, yeah, I would probably would do something now. I think, I think everybody, yeah, I, I think that's just a good thing. I always like to have a couple of options, yeah. and you know, even if it's a side, so you don't have to make it like something that you're going to put in the bun or the taco. Right, you can make a great, uh, well, yeah, you know, potato ca- salad, <laughs> cashew or, yeah. cream, mac and cheese. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, I will be honest. I won't be able to do vegan because I. <laughs> I don't think I know how to cook vegan very well, other than just like I put the vegetable there. Well, you know, I, I agree. I I'm not an expert either, but I have stumbled onto cashew cream and actually really kind of love really? it. And so, yeah, it's weird uh, that I hadn't found it before, but I'm on it now. So that's good. Um, also, a couple of, like for graduation parties, don't worry about like showing up if you're a guest going to a graduation party. You know, you don't have to worry about being there earlier. You know. To me, the last bits were the funnest bits. Like if you showed up at the end, oh, yes. that was the most fun. Yes. And we always had, you know, we always, always like, well, we have to burn down the rest of this keg. Right. Because I don't know what's going to happen now, you know. And then, and then you just get to sit around the fire, yeah. you know, and, and, just, and relax. just relax. That's exactly. kind of fun to have Everybody has settled down and the stress is gone mm-hmm. and now you can just enjoy. Yeah. So. And then the money thing. I mean, like, because you have to bring a gift for the grad. And oh yes, I don't. What do you think is like a normal dollar amount to bring uh, these days? What's your opinion? I want to say aye. I want to say like, I, and this is where I kind of need some help, people. Maybe you want to call in and tell us during the Ask Stephanie portion after this. But like, I feel like fifty bucks. Yeah, I think it depends on how well you know. Okay, that's this true. Person in this family, right? Like, so if it's somebody you're just peripherally you know, no, and you're just stopping by and here's a $25, yeah. you know, $25 on a card and, and congratulations. I think that's just fine. I think if someone you know a lot better, it could be 50 or 75 yep. if it's a close yeah. family. Yeah, I think if it was close, I'd give more, obviously. But like, I think for general, like, because suddenly you're going to like your your kids' friends and stuff. And I yes. think about Jake's not even graduating, you guys. Like, right. this is the senior class that he's gotten to know and I've gotten to know some of them through things. We have like three or four of these. And then a friend of a, of mine 
and her kid is graduating. Right. And so it's like, I just think like, okay, that's a 50 buck thing. But like, I know that when it gets to be his year, like when it's his graduation and it's his pack of mm-hmm. kids who mm-hmm. I've basically raised as well, you know, like all those boys, I don't, I'm going to go broke because I'm going to want to give them, you all know, because I feel like they're my kids too. So, so I don't know. I don't know what the answer well, is. On along that. with the college fund, uh, yeah. start saving up for the graduation right, party for the, fund. Those party funds. Um, here's a couple things. I think giving them gift cards is not a bad idea. Also, if you don't want to just do cash, and but like make sure that a lot of kids. I thought uh, when they were going to co- when I knew when they were going to college, like where mm-hmm. they were going, you right. know. And then we found like a restaurant from the area, or if they were going to, um, this is a great one. Uber, give them an Uber gift card. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, so that, that it is kind good. of pays in because I was like, you're not going to have your car at college. Yes. And you're going to want to go downtown. And yes. so you're going to need a little Uber. I thing. like the idea of giving them a restaurant um, gift card from the area that they're going to college in almost yeah. because it, it will force them, hopefully, or encourage them to leave the campus and explore what's around the campus yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And sometimes that's, you know, intimidating at the very beginning. Yeah. And so, um, so it's good to get them out there out and there. more comfortable in, in their new community. Yeah. Also Chipotle. Let's not, also let's Chipotle. just, let, let's just not lie. That's Give them a, a Chipotle thing. gift card and yes. they're like happy. Yes. And there's a Chipotle everywhere you live. Yes. So you exactly. can't possibly break on that one. <laughs> exactly. But I do think there's a, so, and as far as the drinking, this is what I have to tell you that I found, like I was always like, so I'm giving a high school graduation party and mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I usually have like beer. We had a keg at a couple of them because right. we had access to kegs. Right. And and, and then I was kind of feeling like you have to, and like, I'm fine with having alcohol around teens and stuff. And some uh-huh. people are not, mm-hmm. um, they were saying it set a bad, ex, ex, you know, example. And I was kind of like, I don't know, man, you're sending these oh. kids off to college and you better wake up. Yeah. Well, not only that, but the graduation party that I gave, it was, it was about my friends too. Yeah. It's like, you know oh, what? Yeah. No, no, no. We're yeah. going to have a little, we're going to have beer, wine and stuff. Yes. There's a friend of mine who hired the cocktail truck to come to the project. And I was like, I think that's awesome that she totally has like this tap truck that has cocktails and it's going to be at the graduation party. I have she's never like, even heard of that. Yeah. But. She's like, this is how this is going to work. She's like, the, the, the adults will be over here. And she's like, but I'm just saying, you know, yes. like I'm not going to, we're not going to pretend that things aren't, you know, how they are like that. We don't all drink. You right. Know? Right. Right. I think it's more about for the kids, like about if they're going from one party to another. Yeah. Kind of watching out for that situation. Well, I know, I know. And that but, is- but still, either way, you know, that you're spending a lot of money to throw a party and there's no way to get out of that. Like it's, yeah. it's even if you're doing it the most economical way, if you're throwing it for a bunch of people, it's still cost. It's right? still going to cost money. I want my, I want my friends to have fun yep. and I want to have fun mm-hmm. and. You know, a lot of my friends aren't going to five different parties. This is it. This is this is party. it. This is their one. I know. Like I have, I'll be inviting kids. You know, when Jake does graduate from, I'll be inviting people who don't have kids even. Right. You know, because they're your professional friends or whatever. Right. And so they're, you know, like this will be the only one they go to. Right. So. We'll see. Exactly. Oh, my God. I have two more years, you guys. Two more years to get this thing all buttoned up. So I'm not worried about it. And I'm already sort of, I'm just watching things. Here's the other thing. Don't stress too hard on, like, decorations and stuff. No. Let's, let's. can we give people that peace of mind? Right. Yes. Like and a lot of for any event. Like, you get on the Pinterest board and you, you can go a little crazy with graduation party ideas. Right. How to do this and, like, chalkboard and videos and everything else. Just remember, all that stuff 
like I said, they're hopping from thing to thing and they see a bunch of stuff. Just throw a good party. Don't it, worry too much. That's just it. That, don't spend more than time. 15 minutes stressing over any one detail because you are the only one who's going to notice. Yes. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, people appreciate the thought and the and the care that you've gone to. And I don't want people to think I'm saying don't do anything. Right. But don't stress over it because, you know, do it if you think it's fun. If you don't enjoy the process, then it's going to show. It's going to show result. you if you will be so much happier if you have, you know, just a low stress situation. And exactly. that comes from like keeping your expectations in check. Exactly. Nothing has to be perfect. Exactly. Just like high school. OK, we're going to take a quick break. You guys, when we come back. It will be the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. If you guys want to weigh in on some stuff, 651-641-1071 is the number to call. And uh, we'll answer all your questions. We'll see what's up. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us this morning. This is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So give us a call, 651-641-1071. If you have any questions or you have tips and tricks you want to share, any rhubarb, spectacular, spectacular you have, or uh, anything, um, we're here for you. You can also send us a little note, and we'll try to get to it, uh, or on the Twitters. Always, I'm at Steph Marsh. Meredith Deeds is with me today. She's I am. at Meredith Deeds. Yes. So if you have questions, go ahead and pop them our way. Uh, we did get a question online. She says, hello, can you recommend an in- inexpensive breakfast place that's near the airport? The reason I'm asking is my sister-in-law is a flight attendant and she's on call. She needs to be within about a half hour of the airport just in case she gets called up. She said, I really wanted to go to Peg's Countryside Cafe, which is way out in Hamill. Like, way out. And she said, but it's too far away. A place similar to that would be great. Thanks in advance. So, kind of like a a half an hour, within the half an hour within the airport, that covers a lot of Twin Cities territory. But if you think about a half hour with, like, with traffic to get back, what do you think? Well, I mean, is this somebody who's never been here before or what? I don't know. We Um, don't know. She's a flight attendant and she's on call. So, no, she must be. Maybe they just want to meet for a little area. Um, uh, Hanson actually replied to this on email, but she had said that 7th Street Social has a great brunch on Saturday. And they're just up 7th Street, you know, from the airport. That's uh-huh. not too far. Yeah. Um, Hazelwood Grill is near the Mall of America. The thing is, I keep going Mall of America. In my right. head, I go, go to Mall of America. But for breakfast at Mall of America, that's a tough one. I don't I don't know that that... I mean, I know. they've got the fire and or the... Um, Oh, what is that called? The the one in the hotel there that's not... Oh, the Cedar Stone. Cedar. Yeah, I Yeah, think that so. kind of thing. Yeah, there's that. Um, I've never been there for breakfast, though. I haven't either. Um, I don't know. I would say that, like, Italian eatery... It, well, see, this is the thing. is like, I don't think they're... I don't know if they have brunch or not. But, like, I, I wonder, like, how far out could you go? Because, like, Lynn 65 in Ridgedale... They've got great stuff. They're not like countryside they, cafe. Are they? Are they open in in, in Lynn sixty five in Rich in Richfield? Okay. Yeah. Okay, got it. Um, but they don't have a breakfast, do they? They have a Sunday brunch, ten a.m. to ten a.m. to two p.m. You're right. So I don't know. Um, it's hard. So yeah, no. I mean, well, I mean, just where you could within a half an hour of the breakfast. airport, you could go to Al's. You could go to Al's for that, but you'd have to wait. So yeah, don't do that. No. Um, but I mean, some of my favorite breakfast places are like is linden hills too out of the way because i think that's too far that's too far i that would worry me you know what i mean like that would be like because ah. you got to kind of wind your way around to get yeah. there yeah i would probably go to hazelwood and and you know because i think that that's like 
uh, it's super close. It's like really, it. I, I would get, and they're breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I think. Okay. So I would be very, like, I, I would check around Bloomington too. The, the, like Lucky 13 Pub is kind of mm-hmm. over in Bloomington. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, a something, but... Yeah, I don't know. Well, Mandarin Kitchen, by the way, is not that oh, far. That no, would be great. That's right there. But that's dim sum. That's not yeah. like Peg's Countryside Cafe. No, it's very different. It's super different. <laughs> don't okay. think it's the same. So there, you, we've we've done what we can. For we you. have really. <laughs> so, I feel like this might have been a little bit. This of a might fail. have gone off the rails. All right, we have Kathy on the line. Hey, Kathy, what's going on today? Hi, I just wanted to add to your conversation about the restaurants within thirty minutes of the airport. Oh yeah, um, Highland Grill. And Longfellow Grill are both very, very close to the airport and have excellent breakfast. This is true. That is that is an excellent recommendation. Oh, well done. Yeah, I think that that was good. That's it. That's kind of it. And they're open breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day too, because they're like dinery. Right. Right. Perfect. Thanks, Kathy. That's a good call. Thanks. That was perfect. Um, we did have a someone who asked a question. Uh, by the way, 651-641-1071 if you have a question. Where to go to find and buy fresh mushrooms? That was the caller question. And I assume that they're wanting like, like the, local. the cool mushrooms that are like, you know, happening right now, which Mill is City, the morels. Mill City Farmer's Market. There's Mill City's Farmer's Market for mm-hmm. sure. All the farmer's markets have mushrooms right now. Um, but also... Uh, we go to the Ken Case, you know, the oh, gentleman yes, forager. Yes, 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 yes. Forest to Fork is at the Ken Case. And we were there and they have their wild mushroom fandango, wild foods fandango next weekend. Oh. And that's this big fun fest where they're like mushrooms and craziness. Um, but they have uh, they have a variety of they have, they have mushrooms lot. that you've never seen before. It's true, it's and it's true. so exciting to kind of go and like as a cook and sit there and go like, well, what would I do with this and what right. would I do with this? Right, that would be a lot of fun. Yes, um, but I will tell you, I also like I said, I was at Golden Fig last weekend, and they have morels that are kind of like one of the better deals per pound that I've seen. You know, have okay. you noticed the morels? Like everybody has morels now. Like and, this is a boom crop for morels this year. I think so. And people are finding them everywhere. And I and they're showing them on. And I'm like, okay, that that looks like a morel to me. But yeah. I'm I'm afraid. You're afraid. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. You're meant not for brave mushroom in that? foraging. Yeah. Yeah. Because I am always terrified that I I've got the wrong thing. Yeah, I know. Oh, this is a thing that looks just like a morel, but will kill you. Yeah, but yeah, plus, but they do say that the morels are pretty significant. Like, yeah. There's not that many false morels. No, I think. I think I think that's probably very the chanterelles. True. Is that's another thing? I think there's a fake chanterelle that's not. That gonna, looks really close. Yeah, but it's and maybe it's just that it's not as delicious or yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna we leave used to it have to the things. Experts. I know. Yeah, leave it to the experts. All right, we have Tracy on the line. Hey, Tracy, what's going on today? Hey, hi. I got a question for you. Where can I find fresh vanilla beans? For like baking, okay. Well, Penzies, yeah. I mean, Have you that's... been to Penzies ever? No. There, there is their only store now in St. Paul. On no, Grant. Isn't the one on? Uh, isn't the one on? Um... They have one in Uptown, I they, believe. Yeah, the one. On oh, Uptown. they still have yeah, that yeah. one. For some reason, I thought that one closed. No, okay. I mean last time I was in that area, it was open. Okay. So they have, and they have them in little jars. You're never gonna find like you're gonna find the the ones that are in little jars yes, and in then, the tube jars. Yeah, and then you scrape the beans, which is out. what you want. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's, it's when you look for ones that are in like plastic packages that are you're looking for. Ones that are pliable. Yeah. It's the ones that uh-huh. aren't pliable that are dried out. You don't want yeah. those. Yeah. Um, okay. So, and even I have to tell you that I've even purchased really nice vanilla beans at Costco. Oh. And it's kind oh. of a good deal. And they'll sell you like three of those plastic tubes full or those glass tubes full of vanilla beans for a good price. Oh, so. Okay. I love that. Oh, that's. 
That's good to know. Okay, well, good luck, you. Tracy. Thanks. All right, we also have Sue is on the line. Hey, Sue, what's going on today? Hi, guys. It's Sue Zellickson, and I'm calling oh, to Sue say hi. Sue Zellickson! <laughs> tell you, you're, I'm loving your program. I just tuned in because I was busy this morning early, but I want to tell you, Radisson Blue at the... Uh, Mall of America. Oh, yeah, that's, for breakfast. that's what that is. They do breakfast every. Yeah, that's okay. it. That's, I that's a good what one. I was talking about. I think I was thinking you were thinking Cedar Stone at the no, Marriott. But no, here at the, the I was thinking of the Radisson Blue. Hotel, that's good. Oh, Sue, breakfast. it's so nice to hear your voice. See, oh, well, I want to tell you too. Did you talk about? And maybe you did before about our pop ups for women who really cook. We haven't yet, but we're no. going to talk about it. But we're going to because now we're going to break, so we have to wrap okay. it up. But all right, well, dude, don't forget to talk about we it. We won't. We won't. Eleven to six. Okay, I love it. Bye. Thanks for calling, Sue. Great to hear from you, Sue. All right, you guys, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back for the uh, second hour of Weekly Dish.